0: Right, let's talk about BAT. BAT? Is Baidu, Alibaba and Tencent. That's right. These are the three
1: giants of the Chinese digital marketplace.
0: Uh, and really interesting, uh, of course, to Western brands, it's really interesting because China's a massive market and a big opportunity for them, but also it's still growing yeah. uh, you know, faster than in many other large markets. Um, China's doing about 7% growth in GDP each year.
1: And Goldman Sachs predicting that the Chinese online retail marketplace will be valued at 1.7 billion trillion, trillion, trillion. so lot. In by 2020.
0: Indeed. Um, so it's obviously interesting and really interesting for Western brands. And it's dominated, yeah. from a marketing perspective, it's dominated by these three uh, giants or these Chinese mm-hmm. giants. And they are somewhat unfairly perhaps compared to their yeah. kind of Western counterparts. So. Uh, you know, as we mentioned, so Baidu is really the Chinese equivalent of Google, it's mm-hmm. their, main, their main search engine and Google famously was blocked from China and kind of withdrew all of their attempts to kind of get launched in China, so Baidu uh, is the de facto search engine and the big leader. Alibaba is e- e-commerce, so often uh, compared to Amazon right. uh, and we'll come on and kind of look at, look at the differences or the, the, the uh, similarities between these two businesses. And then uh, the other big player, which actually the biggest player, is Tencent, yeah. which is a, a kind of multi disciplined business, which we'll, we'll come on and talk about uh, you know, their kind of integrated offer. But they're probably the most similar in some ways to, to Facebook, I suppose. So, yeah. so those are the kind of big three players. So if we compare their respective revenues
1: and you yeah. take out of the mix, Amazon, Google, which are right out there. Who just dominate everything. Huge. Um, But uh, in comparison to Facebook, Mm. these three
0: operators are pretty close.
1: Bear in mind, they come from just one marketplace.
0: Yeah. So let's think about uh, these businesses. Tencent is really the big one. Um, Dominates from a revenue perspective. It's a fascinating business because it's multidisciplinary yeah. uh, and perhaps it's been able to grow so much because in China there's been relatively little competition, perhaps to them. But what they've built is phenomenal. It's a mixture of all kinds of different businesses. Mm. It's, uh, its main product is, is WeChat, which is a bit like w- uh, WhatsApp. It's a mm. kind of chat app. But interestingly, it's integrated with lots of other Tencent businesses. Yeah. So Tencent also run you know, one of China's largest payment gateways. So that's like the PayPal uh, it, they have some e-commerce function, They do. Uh, it's a social network, they, they provide entertainment and music labels and all kinds of different bits and pieces. Uh, they build phones, hardware, so they've kind of got the whole thing all wrapped up. They provide all the data, um, usage and things like that, so uh, Tencent as a business is amazing because it's integrated a f- kind of frictionless user experience, yeah. which is quite interesting for marketers as well. Uh, because it's a seamless marketing experience as well.
1: It's a one stop shop. Yeah. You can go there and do all of your kind of transactions. You uh, do. Alibaba is another fantastically interesting business. Yeah. Um, they actually have more, they do more transactions than. Amazon and eBay combined. Mm. It's astonishing. And they're about to have their uh, their Singles Day yes. uh, on on uh, Saturday. And if you can compare the revenues that, the ge- that they generate on their Singles Day, which is about $17 billion, yeah. versus Prime Day, which is Amazon's Amazon. Day, yeah. which is a billion. You
0: can see the, the
1: difference in the scale. It's just yeah.
0: enormous. It is. Uh, singles Day is brilliant because it, it came out of a uh, University and it's literally Singles' Day. So the idea was that uh, it's a you know it's a celebration of people that are single, and then it kind of a bit like Black Friday got kind of taken over by retailers, and now really it's so associated with Alibaba, uh, it's been a brilliant piece of marketing, and it happens on the 11th of November each year. Uh, the 1111 represents singles. Apparently that's what we learned um, but it's a phenomenal point of retail yeah. to the extent that. Uh, if you take Amazon Prime Day, and Cyber Monday, and Black Friday, which you know American viewers will know, they are the really kind of big three kind of selling uh, retail windows. Increasingly big in the UK now as well. You add all, all that up in dollar terms, it's less than half the the uh, revenue that Alibaba or the sales at Alibaba drive in that one single day, single day. Um, that's a lot of cardboard and tape. I think they get through on that on that one day. So, in terms of users, though, not just revenue, how do these how do these businesses compare? Let's just focus on Tencent.
1: I mean, um, uh, they have almost a billion monthly users, essentially just from China.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, room to grow. (laughs) You imagine in that? If you think, I mean, we we spoke, I think, a few weeks ago about um, Facebook now having broken through two billion monthly average users. You know, and there's talk about them reaching somewhat saturation. Mm. I mean, they've got to kind of really fight and dig out the next billion. Um, you know, as, and that's a global proposition. Yeah. Uh, you know, now we're seeing, you know, 10 cent, particularly 10 cent Alibaba now are, ma- are making big acquisitions outside of China, yeah. buying all kinds of re- really interesting different companies. Um, you can see that those those users are going to grow. Uh, a lot and expand internationally. And again, that's something that's probably really interesting for marketers.
1: And they've got the commercial model to support that as well. Yeah. And once they've got the people, they know that they can monetize it. Yeah, exactly. But why is this important, perhaps, from a marketing perspective? Because your global relationships don't get that much traction in China. Yeah. You have to understand the Chinese marketplace—you have to understand who the key players are—and yeah. in China, it's these three. Yeah. So, have an understanding of how to operate uh, with these three operators, with yeah. these three uh, platforms in China is going to be absolutely critical. Indeed.
0: And we're finding actually—I mean, there's a lot of brands, you know, we're becoming aware of that that are doing direct deals now with these yeah. three in the same way that they've done global partnerships with, you know, their kind of Western counterparts, mm. the Amazons and the Googles and Facebooks over the years, and Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know the same kind of rules need to be applied into China, uh, and so we've got big multinational Western brands now going straight to these big three giants and, and creating their own deals uh, specific to China and going directly. That's right. uh, we're not going to do this justice, I'm sure, in you know, six, seven minutes on this media snack. China warrants some further investigation, I think, so uh, I'm sure we'll be back and uh, talking more about this in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, good week
1: four. A very good week for transparency. Right. So the government are tendering their, uh, their media buying, mm-hmm. uh, so it's going to be a big, big pitch going next year, and it looks as though it's going to be played out in the open. So yes. This week they released their framework agreement, mm-hmm. uh, they're surely going to release the evaluation criteria, we mm-hmm. think they're going to release the brief, yeah. so I mean what a perfect opportunity. All in public. All in public, yeah. I mean that's fantastic, so good, well played then.
0: And great scrutiny over this process, then, because Absolutely. of it. And it's been a bad week for... It, well, it's a, this made me really laugh. It is a bad week for digital bullshitters, if I can put it like that, uh, because Professor Byron Sharp is on your case. Um, there's a brilliant piece, of, a, a research paper, or academic paper, which we'll link to, uh, written by Professor Byron Sharp and some of his... Uh, his uh, colleagues, although he's getting a lot of the attention, um, issued out of the Ehrenberg Bass Institute and it is dispelling all these, you know, all these myths that you hear mm-hmm. at like, conferences and in you know pitches and all this kind of stuff uh, espoused by these digital evangelists and digital prophets and all that, all that uh, nonsense. Uh, so Professor Sharp is taking you to task and he's gone through all these kind of things mm-hmm. like brand loyalty is declining. Evidence refutes this, and then he goes on to explain why, you know, big global brands are declining. Like, not true. Uh, small brands demand greater loyalty. Not true. Uh, and just—he's—he's myth busting. Uh, it's a brilliant read, very entertaining, uh, and just a brutal piece of uh, of, of myth busting. Uh, well you've got to read it. Okay, question of the week: Will these Chinese giants go global? Yes, no, whatever. Excellent. Vote up here. Uh, but that's your media snack for this week thank you very much for watching see you next week <laughs> you're to say right yeah when we look at their revenue yeah
1: so if we just look at their respective yeah, revenues. we don't say that well, do we what, what what I'm just saying if we talk about their respective revenue